On today's Domain Sherpa, we learn how a businessman in a local domain niche encountered a pivotal problem that caused him to rethink putting all his eggs in one basket, bought an exact match domain, which gave him the credibility to secure a key contract, and the rest is history. Enjoy the show. First, serious about online trading? Secure your funds, keep your merchandise safe, and use a company that keeps the buyer and seller protected the whole way through. That's escrow.com. Payments you can trust. Finally, if you're a domain name investor, don't you have unique legal needs that require domain name technical know-how and industry experience? That's why you need Stephen Lieberman of Greenberg and Lieberman or Jason Schaefer of Esquire.com. Go search for Jason Schaefer or Stephen Lieberman on Domain Sherpa, watch their interviews, and you can see for yourself that they can clearly explain issues, can help you with buy-sell agreements, deal with website content issues and UDRP actions, and even help you write your website terms and conditions. Stephen Lieberman and Jason Schaefer are the lawyers to call for internet legal issues. See for yourself at Esquire.com or APlegal.com. Hey, Sherpa Network. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Tess Diaz, executive producer of DomainSherpa.com, and today we're doing a one-on-one -on -one interview with serial entrepreneur and .co.nz domain investor, Adrian McCune. You started getting into .co.nz, and by getting into, were you buying new registrations? Were you buying expired names? What were you doing? Well, I mean, I had a few, um, I had a few domain names for my for my clothing business, sort of clothing related. But when I started to sort of start investing, um, yeah, I started to because you know, obviously because I've, I've been listening to Domain Sherpa for a couple of years at that point. I knew about dropping domains and expired domains. So I, I found a New Zealand site that did that and um, you just started buying, buying expired, expired domains. I didn't want to hand register because um, it's obviously a bit of a minefield and if you don't know what you're doing, you can uh, just be, end up with a, be, you know, be stuck with a lot of, uh, lot of uh, crappy domains. So I just bought um, domains on the drop um, and you can still buy bad domains on the drop, of course. Um, but that's that's sort of what I what I started doing. Um, okay. Yeah. So I mean, and then you I, would resell them. Well, yeah. I mean, that was the plan. Um, so I mean, going back, I was obviously a big fan of Rick's blog, um, and I learned all about branding there. Obviously, when you start, you just buy a whole bunch of domains. You think you know what you're doing, but you, you don't really. It's it's not really until you get some sales under your belt, which until you sort of start to realize how it sort of works. But mm -hmm. yes, I, I started buying domains there and I started going quite quite hard into it. I mean, the problem with the New Zealand market is there's only 4 million people here. So it's quite a small market. Um, I, you know, I wasn't selling anything. I was, I was buying domains and I was sort of, because obviously with all, a lot of the cheaper interviews, people have thousands, you know, 5,000 domains in their portfolio. And I thought, well, I need to have a lot of domains to, you know, to do this. So I just started buying wow. domains and, you know, the quality wasn't, wasn't really there. Um, I was really just a collector at that point. I hadn't sold any, I wasn't selling any, I didn't really know what I was doing, but you know, it's fun. It's fun to buy domains and win auctions and that sort of thing. Um, and at that point, um, I had no landers on, on my domain. So it was just, you know, I thought, because I know how to use Whois, I thought everyone would use Whois to find me and send me offers. So I never had any landing pages or anything like that, which was obviously a bit of a mistake. Um, mm -hmm. And sort of, sort of just before this, I, obviously being an online business sort of guy, I started looking at um, AdSense websites. And I'd started that a couple of years before. And then... Um, the AdSense website started to take off. So I sort of left the domaining idea for a while. Okay. And is this what, this kind of education in this space, is that what led to you acquiring makeup.co.nz? Definitely. Um, so okay. listening to all the Domain Sherpa shows, learning what a good domain was, 
learning about all these category killer domain names like you know like hotels.com and how they how they were able to build a big business business <clears throat> excuse me business off that it really really stuck in my mind I thought well maybe that could be done you know it might be too late to get a, a, a great .com a one word category killer .com but maybe there's some in New Zealand that aren't taken yet because I I didn't really see any hotels.co.nz or anything like that. I never really saw anything like that. So I thought, well, surely I can do that. So um, yeah, that sort of sort of led us led us to that domain. Um, at sort of sort of about, about this time as well, um, or to, back to two thousand nine, I started doing AdSense websites. Um, so just another online sort of business, online venture. Mm-hmm. Uh, at one point, I had about 35 websites, so quite a lot of, lot of websites. Um, I wasn't building them and, and churning them like a lot of people do. A lot of people build them just, just for ads. I was sort of building them to make a, a proper website, and I bought and sold a few, uh, a few existing websites as well. So just, I was sort of just after the traffic so I could put uh, AdSense ads on those. Um, so I was really, really, really doing that quite well in about 2011, 2012. Okay. Um, a lot of sort of travel websites, um, a lot of affiliate, affiliate stuff, um, daily deals, um, just anything that was hot at the time. Um, and, I mean, the, the AdSense sort of model, it, it was quite hot at that time and it started to take off. So I actually sold my clothing business to go full-time into making these AdSense or it was, it was mainly travel websites, um, you know, travel websites in New Zealand, just about local cities or about, about the, the country in general. Oh, neat. So, okay. Yeah, yeah. So now you're at a juncture where you're ready for the next thing um, and you've got some cash from selling your business and it sounds like quite a bit of education, both from your experience and um, very thorough research. And then I then let's let's jump ahead and tell me tell me how, how makeup got on your radar because I'm guessing you weren't out buying any. <laughs> no, no. Well, yeah, it's it's a funny story. So what what led us to that was, I mean, I was I was working from home, sort of self you know self employed, um, and you know I was making a decent living off it um, and that sort of thing. And my girlfriend at the time, Claire, she was sort of inspired by that. She was. You know, I was, she was driving off to work every day, going to work at the local supermarket. And she was like, why can't I laser around a bed all day? I mean, not that I was doing that, but you know, why can't I, why can't I chill at home uh, like you do? So she'd go off to work and I'd chill at home. I mean, really I was working, you know, 11 hours a day, just trying to build these, these sites up and, yeah. and SEO and, and, and build all of that. Um, I mean, I, I, I spent, almost two years, almost full-time, just learning ECO, and I got really good at it and that sort of thing. I mean, when you're building sort of sites that rely on, on Google traffic, you have to know what you're doing. So I learned, learned a lot about ECO. But, you know, Claire, who's actually my um, fiancé now, she was like, Congratulations. How do, I, <laughs> how do I get a business and so I don't have to go work at the supermarket? So, um, yeah, that led us to, to, the, to the makeup thing. Um, so we were sort of like, how do we, how can we make a business for Claire to do like a, a part-time business, um, do it at night, just have a bit of extra money. Um, so we, you know, I think that one of the first things that we did was Halloween costumes. Um, I mean, obviously I was in the clothing sort of area and I'd sold on this um, auction website. So I thought, well, what's, what, what can we, what can we do for Claire? So we, um, yeah, we thought let's sell some products and we'll sell them on, on this trade me option site. So we did that. We started with Halloween costumes. And you were back at trade me paying them your commission. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was, it was Claire's thing. I wanted to set up something uh, for Claire to do, um, obviously together. And uh, so she got it all set up herself. Um, with that sort of thing um, on, on trade me. She was the one paying the trade me fees, not me this time. Um, but the <laughs> clever the Halloween costumes they didn't go very well. Um, 
and we we sort of stumbled across different products we tried various things and it's always tough trying to pick a, what products are going to sell well. Um, but I did say to her, look, if you want to be serious about selling things online, you're going to need a bit of money, uh, you know, to invest in, in products and that sort of thing. So, and she didn't really have any money. And I, um, I, I, you know, I, I had some money and I put some money in, but I sort of see like, if you're serious about this, um, you need to get some money together. So she just sold her car. Um, which, you know, I had, I had a car, so she could, I could just drive around. So she sold her car. She got 3000 for it, I believe. And that was sort of the, the seed money to, to get started in, in her next thing. And that's what led us to, to the makeup thing. So, you know, we were looking for products to, to sell. And we stumbled across this. It's like a, like a face cleaner. It's like a vibrating, um, they're called Clarisonic. It's like a vibrating face cleaner for removing makeup and we sold that um, long time ago in the early days um, on trade me and she would she did okay selling those um, but then trade me emailed one day to say um, this has a US plug this is not a New Zealand plug you can't sell it because obviously we are importing from the US and the plug was different we'd always sold them with the New Zealand adapter and we thought that was fine, um, but for some reason they didn't want us selling anything that had a, uh, a standard US plug. So and like, clearly no. your customers thought that was fine too because they were buying them. So the problem was the middleman, so you cut them out. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, the, the thing with this product is it's, you know, it's, only made for, it's only got a US plug. They, they didn't make New Zealand versions of it. I mean, it wasn't, even, uh, it wasn't even sold in New Zealand. So we brought them over from the US um, and just, you know, and we even, um, you know, we even put a, uh, we bought all the little adapters and we'd include it in the order um, so people could use it, use it here. And then, you know, we got told, no, you can't sell it because it's got a US plug. I'm like, okay. And we're like, so what? That's it? And they're like, yeah, you can't sell it. We were like, well, okay. So what do we do? That was our that was our product that was sort of doing okay with. And then Claire's sort of like, well, why don't we just sell actual makeup? And I'm like, oh, you know, nah, you know, it's probably it's probably too low cost. You might probably not make enough on it to be worth it. You know, you need to sell something more like uh, like a sixty dollar item or a fifty dollar item rather than a, a ten dollar item. So uh, I sort of put her off that, but she was sort of keen to do that. So I thought, okay, look, try it, whatever. Um, so yeah, we, we, we did that. And it, it started to sort of, started to sort of work on, 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 on trade me. So we, you know, we weren't selling the plug, we were just selling uh, makeup products. And it's, it started to sort of work. And I thought, hmm, this is kind of interesting. And I thought, well, you know, after this problem with the auction site, I thought, well, we we should probably make our own website because we don't want to have all our eggs in one basket. Smart. So, <laughs> yeah, so we made the first uh, dedicated makeup website in New Zealand. There were, there were a couple of sort of general beauty sites just selling you know, various things, but there was no sort of big company and there was no, no one selling just makeup. So we thought, well, let's just make a, a makeup website. And we called it, we called it something very weird. It was it was um, it was called Addicted Two, so Addicted, and then the number two, so Addicted Two.co.nz. That was our uh, that was our website. Uh, I guess you call that a brandable. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I guess the idea with that was because um, we still weren't sure what Claire wanted to end up selling. What it, was it going to be? Makeup? Is it going to be clothing? Is it going to be something else? We yeah. thought we'd leave it sort of open. So we could, you know, pivot to something else later if the makeup thing didn't work out. So we started with that great domain, addicted2.co.nz. Um, and yeah, I mean, six months go by and the website's actually doing quite well. Um, and we thought, well, we've got something here. Um, obviously, I'd run this e-commerce business before and I could see the growth curve. And I was like... No, this could be more than my clothing business if we really put put effort into this. So, I I sort of put my um, put my um, 
AdSense website to the side, and that was my full-time thing. And I thought, hmm, I need to, I need to sort of help her with this because this could be, could be something good. So, so she yeah, went I, all in with the car, and now you're seeing the progress, and you're ready to go all in. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I, I sort of still had the websites, and I could sort of leave them because they were sort of kind of almost automated. Mm-hmm. And obviously. Um, a static website and people clicking ads and they're coming from Google. So it didn't really require too much ongoing maintenance. Um, so yeah, I had a bit of time and I could, I could help her. So um, we, we went, went away for a trip as well around that time and she wanted to quit a job. Um, I don't know. She just quit. And I'm sort of like, okay, well, what are, okay, fine. What are we going to do? Like uh, she just wanted to go, go full steam into it um you know we obviously weren't making enough money and it was maybe hundred dollars a week or two hundred dollars a week on it so not enough to replace replace her income but um she did it and um yeah we just uh went went from there so i mean obviously listening to domain chirper and um learning about domains all, all these years and all these people that have been interviewed um i knew the value of a category category <clears throat> excuse me, category killer domain. Um, so, you know, as I said before, hotels.com, towing.com. If you can get the domain name that describes or defines that industry completely, uh, the best domain name for that industry, um, it seemed like people were doing well. They were building businesses on these generic exact match domains. So, you know, we had this sort of funny domain name and I thought, well, we're doing makeup. It's working. What if we got makeup.co.nz? So, you know, I had a bit of a look around. It wasn't being used. Um, and I thought, wow, nah, 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 we won't do that. I don't have any money to buy a domain like that anyway. So we just left it. Um, but, you know, keep, keep learning, keep listening. And it started to grow on us that maybe we should you know, because the business was still growing every month. It was up, 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 up. And we're like, maybe we should get this domain name. So, yeah, we, we inquired. We inquired. And um, turns out it's almost, well, I would say it's New Zealand's largest domain name investor owned it. So we thought, oh, well, this could be an interesting price. <laughs> okay, I have uh, to know. Who's, who's New Zealand's largest domain investor? Um, Do I know? I don't know. I don't know. His name's Garth. He's, he's my, I assume he's the largest. Um, he's quite a, um, quite a hidden, hidden sort of guy. He doesn't put himself out there. So, um, yeah, but okay. I knew who he was. I knew who he was from buying domains on the, on the drop. I knew, knew the name. I bet. Uh, okay. So you recognized him. You knew at least, you know, what he knew about domains and, and I'm sure that affected your approach. So then you went, and, and I want to pause for a moment and say, what I'm hearing here is kind of neat, Adrian, that your business was successful. And when you had a problem with um, the eBay type site shutting you down, that's what led you to branch out and get your own domain. The, the giant amounts that you were paying them kind of made you want to leave, but it wasn't enough to, to make it happen. But them shutting your main product down really caused one of the best changes you've ever made. And then the second thing of um, your business partner um, quitting her job is what really made you start saying, we need a better domain. If, if we're going to be serious, we need to step this up. So now you're ready to reach out to Garth. And how did you reach out to him? Yeah, so obviously um, when you're a domainer and, well, I was a part-time trainee domainer at that point, um, you know that if it's a good domain name, um, you're probably going to have to pay up for it. And it was, I guess it was bad luck that, well, I mean, maybe it was good luck. I thought it was bad luck that, uh, you know, a domain investor owned it because I knew they'd, they'd want a high price, but, I guess it was great it was not being used because you'd think a, a domain line name like that would be owned by some big company and it'd be, it would be being used. Yeah. But yeah, it wasn't used and so that was, that was good. Um, but yeah, we thought about it for a while because 
I thought like, oh, you know, I don't want to spend thousands on a domain. I, I, I thought, oh, you know, is this business going to go anywhere? But it just it just became clear that the business had legs, so we we had to had to at least inquire about mm-hmm. the domain. So yeah, we went to, to the domain. Um, I can't re- I can't remember whether it had. Yeah, I think it was I think it was on domain name sales, um, the old uni, uni registry um, platform. And so we thought, okay, let's inquire. And, you know, we filled out the form. We put an ask for a minimum offer. So we put, you know, 10 or $20 or something, something like that. And we clicked okay. And it stopped us. It said, you know, minimum offer 3000 And we're like, oh, okay, 3000 okay. But then we're like, it's minimum offer. So what does that mean? So, okay, we, and it, it, it forced us to put 3,000 in. You couldn't put anything else in, yeah, 3,000 or higher. So we put 3,000 in and thought, well, I would, okay, I guess we'd probably pay 3,000. It, it's a pretty good domain. Like we, you know, we had no plans of spending that much, um, but we did it. We wanted to see the price um, and we heard back and I can't remember exactly what he, he came back with, but um, he sort of said, you know, 3,000 is the starting point, you know, give me a higher offer. And we we're like, uh, okay, well, this could go anywhere. You know, this could, this could go very high. And I'm like, you know, we didn't want to bid on ourselves or make an offer. We just made an offer we didn't really want to make. So we thought, ah, <laughs> oh, this is going to be too hard. So we left it. Um, and then, yeah, maybe two weeks later, we we're like, ah, oh, look, we have, to, we have to at least see how much this domain would be because you know if we just walk away and leave it um someone else might get it or you know he might only want four thousand and that you know that could maybe be doable um you know we use up all our money for stock but you know we could probably make it work um so yeah we contacted him back a couple of weeks later and we said look you know how how much uh, i think he said no just give me an offer and i'll let you know so i think we we put four thousand or something and um, he, he came back and said, I always remember, he said, um, you know, I wouldn't feel comfortable selling the, the domain at that level. Um, and he quoted some, some other comps as well. And I th- quoted a comp at 5,000 uh, for supplements.co.nz, you know, like um, you know, protein powders and that sort of thing. I thought, well, okay, if supplements was 5,000, this should probably be more. So I thought, oh, are we in for, you know, and by this time we sort of really want the domain. I'm like, are we in for like 10,000 or 20,000 or something? Because, you know, you'd think a domain like that could be worth something like that. But it ended up we we walked away with it for about 5,500. This is New Zealand dollars, so maybe take a third off. So call it 4,000 US dollars, a rough sort of price. Um, and, you know, we we thought we were crazy. I mean, you know, $5,000 on a New Zealand domain name. Um, I didn't know anyone who bought a domain name of that sort of size. I didn't even know if domains went for that sort of value in New Zealand because there's, you know, there's, there's almost no comps of New Zealand domain sales. And if you look on Name Bio, uh, there's about 70 comps ever, and that's, that's over what, 10 years or so. So we, we didn't really have much to go on, but... We knew we could do well that domain, so um, yeah, we bought it and we uh, we never looked back. Wow, good for you! A- and what did you see once once you bought it and transitioned over to that? How did that affect your marketing budget, your cost of customer acquisition, um, your your sales? Um, what did what did you see, and how soon? In what time frame? Yeah, so uh, we I think we bought it in, in May of 2013, and we were sort of like, oh, okay. You know, it, it was quite a process to to get it and, and and buy it and actually pay the money, and we're like, wow, like, you know. And then we got it, and we're like, okay, that's good, great. What do we, what do we do? And we just sort of left it for a little while because we're like, oh, what do we do? How do we change the website over, and what do we do? That's a big question. Um, but yeah. We, yeah, yeah, and obviously I've been doing SEO, so I'm like, well, you've got to transition the site and do it all. And so it took us a couple of months to sort of get all that sorted. Um, and at that point, we thought, well, 
we've got to change, we've got to redesign the website because now we've got more of a official sounding name. We've got to get rid of this black and pink um, nightmare we've got going on. So um, we had to redesign, yeah, obviously we had to start from scratch again. So July 2013, we, we relaunched under makeup.co.nz. Um, and yeah, I mean, instantly um, it was more popular. Um, I guess people thought it was more legitimate. Um, and I, I actually stopped doing my, so sort of a couple of months after July, I stopped doing my AdSense websites. I put them to the side and started full-time on makeup.co.nz. It's a mouthful, makeup.co.nz. Um, so I was basically contacting new suppliers and, and trying to drum up drum up supply of, of new products. Um, and we so, managed to get... Oh, sorry, go on. I mean, that's very quick. So May, you acquired the domain. Two months later, you launched the new website. And about two months after that, you're quitting your other job and seeing an instant um, uptick. Do you have any figures, like percentage-wise, of what that uptick was or what? Um, at, at that sort of point in 2013, it was, it was, it was growing each month, but it wasn't, um, I mean, we didn't have much inventory at that point. We only had a few, a few products, I don't know, maybe 20 products. Um, the domain name was sort of what triggered me to go, you know, this, this is something here. We've got this domain. We've put all this money into it. This could be big. Why don't I put all my effort? Because I, you know, obviously I don't know. I didn't know anything about makeup at that time. It was, I sort of thought about it as Claire's little hobby. I'll just leave her to do it and I'll help her when she needs it. But, you know, I, I saw it had legs and we got the domain. So let's, let's do it, you know, let's do it. So we started contacting suppliers um, we managed to get quite a big contract um, with NYX Cosmetics, which is a, uh, a large makeup company, uh, global company, it's a US company. Mm -hmm. um, Was that a difficult contract to get? Do you think the credibility of your name contributed to your success in getting that contract? Um, I think it was it was probably more a personal connection at, at the beginning. Um, Claire had contacted this um, the distributor quite a while ago, uh, quite a while before, and they soon they weren't ready to launch in Australia and New Zealand at that time. Um, but when we called later in the year, she did she remembered us and 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 she sort of um, you know she wanted to deal with us when we when she was eventually ready. And when she became ready, um, yeah, we we managed to pick it up. Um, I mean, at this point, we were still at home. We were running out of the spare bedroom. Um, obviously, we didn't tell anyone that. Uh, you know, a startup, <laughs> startup, that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, we. I think the domain name definitely helped because uh, obviously the site was live by that point. Uh, I think it definitely helped getting that contract. And but it was it was that contract that really set us off on on a, a like on a, on a growth growth path. Um, <laughs> I remember when we launched that brand in, in November, they had a lot of products. Like I think we had 150 different products and we'd normally, you know, we'd been used to having about 20 or 30. So it was a big growth in the amount of work and amount of products on the site. And we remember staying up late all night trying to get the products up because we were launching the next day. And we're like, wow, this is a lot of work getting all these products up. Um, but yeah, we launched it and it was, it was amazing. It was, I guess it was that brand, that sort of time. Um, because at that point in time, as I said, we were the first makeup website. There was no one selling uh, makeup or not, not popular, popular, popular brands um, at that time. So our sort of focus early on was to get, especially US brands, US makeup brands and bring them to New Zealand. Because New Zealand, you know, we're halfway around the world. And um, were you warehousing this? Well, we, we were just running it from home. We were running it in a, in a spare bedroom. Oh, so um, the makeup was in your spare bedroom and you and Claire and your computers and phones and all that. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. So it was um, wow. quite a squeeze. Um, I bet. So, I mean, and now New Zealand is two islands? Yeah, there's a North Island and a, and a South Island. And we're, I think on the globe from the US, we're almost... I wonder if we're halfway, we're, we're quite a way away. I think it's about 11 hour flight. 
Uh, yeah. So quite a quite a distance. So a lot of um, a lot of US companies or a lot of global companies they they forget about New Zealand. It's so small, and it's such a small market. There's only four million people here. So um, we don't well, at that time we didn't have access to a lot of a lot of stuff. So in terms of makeup, we didn't have all the. Well, obviously, we had like L'Oreal and Maybelline, like the very very big brands. But a lot a lot of brands just don't worry about this sort of this this corner of the world. Mm-hmm. So that's sort of yeah. That, I mean, that's that's sort of how the sort of edge we had at that point. Um, yeah. We were the site to, to bring all these brands over and that's why we, how we started growing. Um, yeah, and forgive me, you know, it sounds like a slightly accidental strategy, but you made a series of brilliant um, choices along the way and now this has set you up where it be, sounds like very difficult to knock you off the number one position in this perfect niche market and you know because of it maybe because it's you know two islands that the the culture the mindset is .co.nz that they're not looking to a larger source um and even if they are now you're so well established right definitely definitely i mean it's being in a country that's so far away from I guess where everything's happening, um, things are a lot slower. Um, you know, our, our seasons are opposite. So when, when you're having summer, we're having winter. So, you know, the, in terms of fashion, the fashion seasons are all, all messed up. And oh. it, it just takes, it takes some business person or some company in New Zealand to bring things over okay. here for, for, to have access to them. And, um, yeah, so obviously the, the makeup was like that. Also, at that time, obviously, it's changed a lot since 2012-2013. The um, company shipped globally; everyone ships everywhere now. But back at that, at that point of time, uh, Kiwis, which are New Zealanders, um, everyone basically bought on Trade Me. Uh, no one bought from. We we can't really buy on Amazon. Um, even even today, uh, very limited. I think it's just books. Really? Um, Why? Because of the warehousing and the shipping, I think it's yeah. I think it's the shipping and everything. I mean, we, you know, if you go back six years ago when we started, it was, you know, we're a developed country, but it was very. We it's a long time before we we get things here. It's it's changed now, but back in those days, um, it was very, yeah. It was, get, finding products was quite hard, and but you know, the shipping was so expensive from the US, so no one bought no one bought from overseas really. Wow. Everyone just bought on this trade me auction site. So, as a business person, you could find a product that was popular overseas and then and bring it to New Zealand and, and sell it. And that's what. Smart. Yeah. Um, so, did you ever consider instead of makeup.co.nz, you know, once you had launched that and established yourselves, did you ever consider changing that to a brand or something with more room to pivot beyond? makeup or did you feel that you'd found your niche and establish your credibility and with such a small market you're settled and satisfied with with this yeah yeah i mean uh, i i guess in in new zealand if you can get big you tend to stay big because there's less people less competition Mm -hmm. and if you build a name up for yourself you can sort of generally hold that position um yeah, so I, mean, that, that, I guess that's what we sort of did. Um, I mean, I, I've got a funny story. Like when we were at home, um, we, 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 were, we were flatting. So we had flatmates and I just remember having orders. We were packing all the way down the hallway and stock in the lounge room and boxes everywhere. And our flatmates are like, you know, what are you guys doing? Like, and I was like, oh, you know, please, like, sorry. That's, you know, I just need to put this here. And they're like, what's going on in this flat? So... We realized we needed to like get some space, like get a, get a warehouse. Do you have um, pictures of that? Yeah, we do. Yeah. 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 yeah, I'll yeah see your humble can... beginnings. That's really neat. So basically, you know, in, in the, so in your apartment complex, like in the hallway, you had these packages all lined up going all the way down the hall. That's what oh, we, we, we're in a standalone house, but in, within the hallway of the house, and uh, and that sort of thing. 
Okay. And in the lounge room, there's boxes everywhere and <laughs> we were just sort of taking over the house. So we thought, you know, let's not be dicks. Let's, let's get some space. So yeah, we, we found a warehouse just around the corner. We thought, you know, let's, let's have it close by. So it was literally two doors up uh, in the next, uh, next sort of street. Um, and we could sort of see it from our lounge window, this sort of um, this warehouse uh, complex. So we rented some space there. Um, and yeah, I mean, you rent space, you walk in and you're like, how are we, like, this is so big. But that was quite small for, for warehouse space, but we just did it and, you know, we, we were growing. We could see like, well, probably in six months, we could maybe fill this up a little bit. Mm-hmm. But you know, we never thought we'd fill up that sort of space, but yeah, we eventually did. Are you uh, still in that same space? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, so, I mean, fast forward a couple of years, um, you know, we've got staff and obviously we've got the warehouse and it's all full of stuff and, you know, it's sort of hard to move and, you know, it's, it's, it's been an interesting journey since sort of 2013, 14 when it started, um, started taking off. It took us about two and a half years to get to uh, about a million in sales. Um, So you really, really fast growth and, you know, it it takes its toll and it, but I guess we had the timing right. Um, And, you know, we just keep adding new brands and keep growing. Um, Yeah, I I guess we just got, got great timing and the domain name certainly helped us um, add some credibility to us being a, you know, being a, being a startup. Um, but yeah, now we've got about 25 brands, um, which keeps us very busy. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's impacted your SEO as well? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, I've got, some, got some more points I can talk on later about, about SEO and about the, the, the domain name. But, um, you know, if we didn't get that domain name, I don't think we would have got as big as we, as we have. And I don't think we would have been... Um, as incentivized or as motivated to to grow it where to where it, where it is now, I guess when you get a a, a category killer domain, um, you've got a you've got it's big shoes to fill. You've got to you've got to do something with it. So it was sort of motivation to really build something, um, build something big, and we've we've always just pushed to try and get as big as we can. Um, still sticking with just selling makeup though to to fit with a domain name. We could have branched out to, as you were saying earlier, could, why, could, you know, why, why didn't we branch out? But we thought, let's just stick with one product and, and be the best we can at it. So yes. we, we didn't stock perfume or other beauty products or skincare. We just stuck just with makeup. And um, I mean, there's, there's positives and negatives to that, but I think um, we did well just sticking to the domain name and, um, it definitely helped us niche niche down um, into into just having makeup. Yeah. Fascinating, yeah. So um, now you have built this up to be very successful. Like you said, you have staff of your own. Um, tell me now you found the free time again. I mean, I can hear Adrian everything that you say. You have such an entrepreneur's heart. Um, so now you're interested in investing in dot-com domains. And I just think this is a really different approach. Most people we see start right out with dot-com. And oftentimes I would recommend that. Um, however, with this unique history of .nz and how they approach, um, you know, how they utilize co.nz instead of dot-com, that makes sense. And um, your strategy there um, sounded perfect for that environment. And now you're ready. It sounds like you've mastered a lot. You understand, you know, products and services, what would sell, what wouldn't from, you know, um, success and failure with the co.nz drops. So now how are you beginning? How, how long ago did you start investing in dot coms? Uh, I don't mean way back when. I mean, now that you're getting started again. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's. Only only in the last couple of months, uh, okay. I'm 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 classing myself as a, a newbie domainer. I guess I'm sort of starting again. Um, I mean, I, c- I can talk a bit about um, my .co.nz investing, um, and that sort of can lead into the .com stuff. Um, you know, as I as I mentioned earlier, um, 
I started investing in, in, in the .co.nz domains. Um, I, I guess what sort of really got me into domains was the success of, of the makeup business. I thought, well, you know, domain names are powerful. They're, you know, more than just investing a, a, as a domainer, um, they're great tools for branding and, and that sort of thing. I mean, I saw exactly firsthand the success you can have with a, an exact match or, a, or a, even just a great domain name. So it mm-hmm. made me think, um, and I mean, obviously we paid $5,000 for ours. And I thought, well, wouldn't it be great to sell domain names for $5,000 all day? Um, so, sure, yeah. sure it would. So tell me maybe, you know, cause we want to keep it on time. Tell me about like, three to five dot co dot NZs that you bought and either you tried to sell and it wasn't successful or you did sell and what, what you learned from, from those successes and failures that you're applying now. Can you think? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, basically I got, I got, got into, um, got into dot co dot NZ investing, just, just muddled my way through and bought a whole bunch of domains just like everyone seems to do and dropped, dropped a lot uh, and that sort of thing. But, I, it was, um, I think it was joining FD and, and having, um, FD.com having actual landing pages, um, which really helped, um, you know, just, just having some, uh, a page where someone can just submit an offer and, and get things rolling. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, a couple of the domains I bought and sold would be, um, cryo, which is C R Y O, uh, which is cryotherapy. I don't know if, if people have seen those you sort of stand in a freezer and it, it, it freezes you for two minutes sort of thing yeah um, yeah it's, it's a, a weird sort of um a new new sort of health device it's i guess super expensive you know health slash beauty treatment um yeah, so yeah. You cry and it's a four letter cryo.co.nz that's right yeah i saw it on the drops and i think i got it for 29 dollars and ended up selling it for 950 so it was a okay. good that's a, good, a great one up there. yeah okay. what's another one uh, another one would be haven like you know like uh, safe haven uh, yeah safe haven yeah that sort of thing just the word haven um just as a sort of a brandable name i guess yeah um that would be the same same price 950 950 dollar sale and that was another you bought on a drop yeah, yes, it was actually the same price, $29 on the drop. Um, I've got a third one here, Rev, um, R-E-V, uh, like co.nz, so like Rev, Rev Engine, Rev a car. It okay. went to a, um, a, a car yard. And that, that was actually the same. That was $950 sale, $29 buy. I, I, I just picked these randomly, and they all seem to be the same. Um, yeah. so the, the thing with the New Zealand sure. domain market. Uh-huh. Got, sorry. Yeah, I mean, with, with the New Zealand domain market, uh, it's very small. I mean, there's 4 million people here. It's a very small market. There's no uh, wholesale of domains. There's no aftermarket platforms. It's, you know, it's just a few people, I think. Uh, it's from, from what I, what I, <laughs> It's just... Yeah, it's very uh, it's very small. Yeah. Um, so we don't sort of get the, the the big sort of thousands and millions of dollars in sales. Um, but probably being that small, people expect an even better domain name. So what I'm hearing is you sold a three letter, a four letter, and a five letter, basically one word domains. They're all owned by end users now. Rev.com is about the revolution in um, you know electric cars. Haven, oh, I said rev.com, rev.co.nz. Um, haven.co.nz is a financial company. And, um, and Cryo is, um, I like it actually, Cryo, cooler you, better you. <laughs> so, I mean, that really, really makes sense. Um, and while you couldn't get those names in .com, and it doesn't sound like your market would want to, um, you know, .com will drill down and get something much longer because they can't get a four letter domain like you did, but that really, really makes sense. 
So did you have any, any interesting failures in, um, or like surprising things that didn't sell? Um, I mean, I've, I've dropped hundreds of domains, uh, New Zealand domains. Um, you know, you buy them thinking they're good. And, um, I mean, obviously I came, I came back from a time when exact match, uh, sites were, you know, like product names, like, um, I don't know, electric bicycles, uh, you know, that, that sort of domain name would have been hot back in 2008, 2011. Mm -hmm. So I bought a lot of good domains, but in the New Zealand market, it's very, you know, things just don't, uh, it's very selective of, of what people buy. Uh, as I say, we, we don't really, uh, some people do sell domains in the thousands. Um, I tend to just turn and burn. I like to just buy domains and, and sell them quite quickly. I don't tend to hold, hold out for, um, uh, for, for big money. I'd rather yeah. And you probably know you have a limited clientele um, who's going to buy them too. So that's going to affect your strategy. Okay, so yeah. now you're ready for .com. You started buying. Have you chosen a particular niche? Are you? Um, what's your strategy with .com buying now? If if you're comfortable sharing. Yeah. Well, as I say, um, I've I've sold dozens and dozens of New Zealand sort of uh, domains, and each sale I sort of learned like what works. Like, oh, that kind of domain works. Okay, I'm going all that sort of way. So sort of learning it as you go. I think everyone does that. Um, but I, I sort of thought there's, there's not enough inventory in New Zealand. Um, right. I buy all I can and there's just not enough to, you know, it's a nice little hobby and um, you know, it's, it's cool to see everything working and, uh, um, you know, it's cool to buy something and then someone buys it off you, you know, uh, six months later or a year later. It's, um, it's, it's kind of fun. Uh, as I said, there's, there's no wholesale market here, so there's no buying and selling between domainers. Just yeah, that's the, key to realize yeah. that is important and to realize when it's time to drill down into a niche and when it's time to expand. Um, yeah. So, so now, now you're going global. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean with, the, with the New Zealand domains, there's, 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 there's no point acquiring them off private people. It's just, it's just not the the end user sales there. So yeah, I sort of ran out of inventory, I guess, um, and thought, well, you know, I know how to do this now. I've, you know, I've spent years doing it. Um, may as well just give .com a go finally, because every, every week listening to Domain Sherpa and all the buys and sales and, you know, it sort of sinks in and you think, well, yeah, great for .com, but I can't do it here. And I thought, look, well, let's just do it. So, um, yeah, I, I decided to go investor.com. Um, I guess the thing is that um, there are two different markets. Like, I know the New Zealand domain market, but I, I, you know, I know about the .com, but I don't know the, the the ins and outs of exactly how how to do it. So I'm taking more of a a research approach to this because obviously I could just go out and spend tens of thousands of dollars on domain names, but I don't want to be, I've, I've done my time dropping hundreds of domains. I don't want to be doing that. So I want to go a bit, a, a bit slower. So because I've sort of got knowledge of how to be a domainer, but I'm going into a completely new area, I thought, um, why not just sort of document how I'm doing it? I mean, I'm, I'm quite methodical on how I like to do things. So, um, yeah, I thought, why not, why not do a blog? Just, just document how I'm doing it because, um, you know, people, new people to domains always waste a lot of money and uh, like, like me, you give up. Um, but there is a way to do it. Um, and, yeah, I thought, why not just, just blog about it? So I started a blog um, and I thought it could be interesting for other people to follow um, me be a newbie in .com. Um, You're a re-newbie. You know, and Adrian, that's, that's how, um, how I reached out to you. Um, I don't know if you know that, but your blog came across, your blog is nzdomainer.com, um, right. which I didn't realize how special it was that you chose to give it a .com. <laughs> but that yeah. it caught my eye because you posted something that said, you know, talked about your successes and said that you'd, you'd learned so much from Sherpa. And so I, I thought, you know, it's great for the Sherpa Network to hear someone applying 
um, that the education that we give and understanding it. And then super cool, you started paper trading. Um, so you're just following what, and, and that's what we do on, you know, every Sherpa review. We say, you know, try to really hold on, press pause, listen to the domains and think what would you buy or what do you think? And so you're taking that to the next level and, and paper trading them. Um, I think that's, that's awesome. Um, and then you're documenting on your blog how the paper trading is going. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so, I mean, as I've, as I said, I'm, I'm a, a newbie to, to .com. I'd love to be buying one word domains, but uh, I'm not at that point yet. Um, I want to sort of learn from the ground up. So as I sort of build my portfolio and, and go ahead with .com, I'll be documenting along the way uh, what I'm doing and the new strategies strategies I'm learning and that sort of thing. Um, I'm sort of taking the approach here just to be an open book because, um, you know, I, I am completely new. I've got, you know, I, you know, after all I've learned from Sherpa, I thought, well, I don't think anyone's really done a blog where they've documented their journey from, from beginning to end. And I think, I guess I sort of have a unique perspective where I do know about domains, but I'm fresh uh, in .com. So I thought, well, you know, what, just, just document it and, and, and see how it goes. So, um, yeah, so obviously I, I, I'm a newbie here, um, but if I can help people save money by not buying crappy domains, um, that would at least be um, at least be something good. And I can share my thoughts on what makes a, a good name as well, because I obviously do have knowledge of that in the, in the New Zealand market. Um, but I, I mean, I do want to be clear that the site's uh, not just for newbie domainers. Um, I hope to appeal to experienced domainers as well. So it won't just be um, sort of newbie stuff. I'll be talking about uh, general things and high level thoughts about branding and, and business as, as it goes along. Because um, I mean, I, you know, I have run businesses for 15 years or so and we've had this great success with, um, with makeup.co.nz and you know, bought and sold businesses and websites and, and that. So I think I've got sort of something sort of unique to offer um, the domaining sort of space. Um, yeah, I agree. Your perspective is is different. You've come from a different angle and that makes you see and catch things that others may not. And you're also, you know, a very thorough researcher. And, and I see a lot in you of that openness to sh to sharing your knowledge um that's that's um so at the heart of what we do here and i really think um you know much of the domain community as well so um su super super cool i'm really enjoying you know checking out your blog posts um and your are you keeping a daily spreadsheet i see on here your paper trading um post are you keeping a, da a daily spreadsheet of you know, what you think it'll sell for and what it actually does sell for? Yeah, so I mean, as, as I'm starting from complete scratch, I'm, I'm writing everything I'm doing as a new domainer because um, I'm, I'm completely, I'm, I'm treating myself as completely new to domains. So um, I, a couple of the blog posts recently have been quite sort of focused towards newbies. Um, so namebio is, namebio.com is, they do daily market reports, as everyone knows, daily list of domains that have sold in the past 24 hours. And for me, I mean, that's, that's a great place to sort of see what's going on because, you know, I know the New Zealand market, but I, I, don't, I don't really know what's going on .com. I don't know the sale prices, the buy prices. I have, I mean, obviously I have what I, I hear on, on Sherpa, but in terms of actually looking closely at it, I've never done that. So name bio is great. Um, I check that every day. And yeah, on that paper trading thing, I, I thought, why don't I test my valuation skills? So essentially what I do is I go to GoDaddy Auctions and I just look down the list of like ending soon. So ending in the next mm -hmm. 24 hours. And I just pick out ones I like. Like, you know, not every domain name you like you will, will appeal to you. And, you know, some might be three characters, some might be three words. So I sort of go down, I pick the ones I like, and I put them in the spreadsheet, and I sort of guess, oh, what, what will these sell for in the next 24 hours at, at, on GoDaddy Auctions? 
And then the next day, I flick over to uh, name bio, and most of them will, will appear in the, the name bio uh, reports. And I just sort of check how I did. Um, so it's sort of like that share, share trading, like paper trading shares, like mm-hmm. you take a position and you see how it does over time. Yeah. At least uh, with domains, it's, it's only overnight. So you can do this every day. Look at GoDaddy auctions, pick a few yes. domains, guess the price, and, and then and check it the next day. Yeah, that's super cool. Do you follow it later and see if those domains were flipped or sold to an end user or if they're st- still being held by their um, by whomever bought? Because we've all bought domains at auction that no one should have bought. <laughs> a bot right um so do you, do you have something in place or do you plan to have something in place as you progress to watch that part of it as well that's a good that's a good point um what what i can what you can normally tell from name bio is whether the domain sold to a an investor or an end user i mean you can tell by the price if it's sort of a uh you know if you look at the top end if, if a domain sold for five thousand dollars or more you can generally generally say it's sold to an end user. I mean, it's obviously not always the case, but you can sort of work out um, whether it's sold to an end user or, or, or a domainer. Uh, domainer. So obviously, the the sales to other domainers aren't really helpful when you want to see like the buy price and then the sell price. You want to see, um, you know, what, what what's an end user price for these domains I like, and that's sort of where I look like look on GoDaddy and then what was, if an end user bought it, um, what, what did it sell for? Um, the, I mean, the thing with GoDaddy is, GoDaddy is it's a lot of investors on there. It's not a lot of um, end users. So sure. um, but it's, it's just sort of learning how the auctions work and what sort of prices you might need to pay to pick up uh, .coms at wholesale. Yeah. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to be a, a sponge and, and suck up as much information as I can from NameBio and, and just auctions and just, just sort of learn how the industry works. And as I sort of learn that and learn techniques and have buys and sells, I, I definitely want to put that on the blog, and yeah. I have been, um, just to sort of share and just show uh, how, how I'm doing it. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to, um, as I'm new, I'm happy to look dumb i'm happy to look like i don't know what i'm doing um it's fine because you know uh, I, you know dot com i'm not expecting too much uh early on it takes um, a lot of smarts to know what you that that there's stuff you don't know and um and a lot of self-confidence to share that journey so i mean you sound like a very smart guy adrian um <laughs> so um namescon are you going then all the way from new zealand yeah, yeah, I, I definitely want to attend. Um, obviously, um, heard about doing conferences for years on on Sherpa. Um, Namescon is the the conference now, so yeah, I want to want to head over and um, yeah, just 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 have a look around. Uh, I'm going to bring Claire, my partner, my business partner, my fiance, who also runs the, the makeup.co.nz. We're going to both go over. So. Yeah, I'm interested to um, meet up with people uh, and that sort of thing. Um, yeah, I mean, I've got a few domainers I talk to over Twitter. Um, so, yeah, I'm interested just just learn from panelists and, and meet other domainers and that sort of thing. And, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, oh, that's fantastic. Me too. And you know what? It, so I'll meet you there. That'll, that'll be good. I, I'd like to meet yeah. you and Claire. Um, Let's do it. Yeah. And... Um, I wanted to ask, are, are, shoot, I can't remember what I wanted to ask. Um, Oh, I remember. Um, How would you feel about sending your portfolio in for a Domain Sherpa review? I'm always looking for a good portfolio. um, And I think a lot of people are nervous to send theirs in. um, But really, it's constructive, helpful feedback. But... Um, the majority of the people who send them in um, don't have the same level of education that you do or, or that many of our listeners do, but, but they're too chicken. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> are you, you going to send us a portfolio to review? Putting you um, on the spot. I think the, the .co.nz, I, I, I've thought about 
that sort of thing over the years. Every time I listen to a Domain Sherpa show, uh, a review, I'm like, what if I sent my portfolio in? I think the fact that my New Zealand portfolio is New Zealand, um, I don't think it were, people would learn too much from it. Um, but I'm look, I'm happy to, once I build up more of a .com portfolio, that could be fun. I didn't even yeah. think about that. Send um, it in. Once, yeah, yeah, once, yeah. once you're not buying on paper and you're buying, which is ironic because what are we buying it on? It's all intangible anyway. But um, when, when you have some, some actual .com investments, that'd be really fun to send them over. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I can send it over now. I've got one .com. I've got one, in, one investment. So <laughs> I know everyone will be laughing. Um, but yeah, as I say, Wait, I'm, is I'm that nzdomainer.com? Okay, two then, two. That was my first .com I'd, I'd bought. Um, I'm not selling that one, but my first investment, um, it's halosolar.com. So like halo, like a like a halo, uh -huh. um, and solar, you know, solar solar panels. Solar, okay, halo solar. That's, that's a neat name. Sounds very, very brandable. And you have an instant buy now site already on it. Is that through a company or did you develop that site yourself? No, that's, um, that's using the FD.com uh, system. So it's just nice landing page, nice and simple. Um, yeah, so that's my first, um, it's my first investment. Um, I, I haven't had the time. I'm, I'm more sort of in the research phase. You know, I thought I'd test out how GoDaddy auctions work. I bought that. Like, okay, okay, like let's do some more research. And I'm, I'm just checking name bio each day and just getting more of a feel. I guess I'm going to take this a bit slower um, than .co.nz and just, yeah, I don't want to be stuck with a lot of domains that, that are hanging around. Um, yeah, but I mean, that's, that's the first domain. I actually have an offer on it at the moment. Um, on Halo Solar? Yeah, yeah. So um, I've actually written about the, the purchase of this domain on the blog on nzdomainer.com. So if anyone wants to read about the purchase, um, I, th I thought I maybe had a, a trademark issue with it. Maybe, maybe not, but people can go to the blog and, and read the post about halosolar.com. Um, but I'm, I know I've got an offer. We'll have to see how it goes, but um, I'll be blogging about that if it sells. All right. Um, we'll keep an eye out. I'm an open book. I, I just want to um, just want to share what's going on. And yeah, I, I think it'll be interesting for people to people to read. Well, it's been really interesting talking with you, Adrian. Before we say goodbye, any any shout outs you want um, to give to your business, um, your network, um, any any new projects you want to talk about? Yeah, I mean, obviously, um, um, I've learned a lot from Domainship over the years and, 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 and other websites as well. Um, I mean, obviously, the domain industry is quite, quite a... Uh, a nice industry where everyone sort of helps each other. Um, so I just, yeah, I just want to give a shout out to obviously Mike, Michael Seiger um, for starting Domain Sherpa. Um, yeah, I mean, since 2012, I've watched every show or listened to every show. I tend to tend to do the podcasts. Um, Rick Swartz, um, I've read every blog post, learned so much about branding. So yeah, shout outs to Rick. Um, and obviously Frank Schilling, learned a lot from him or interviews over the years in various places. Um, Mike, Michael Birkins uh, as well. I mean, Domain Shane, Shane Coltra. The, the Domain Sherpa reviews are, you know, you learn so much from those. And I've listened to all the, all the guys over the years and uh, just learned so much. And uh, I mean, every, every Domain Sherpa guest as well, I, you learn a little bit from everyone. Um, and of course, Drew, Drew Rosner. Um, you gotta love Drew. He's not afraid to speak his mind. You know, he, he, he just drops so much knowledge about domains and branding and he's right there in the industry every day, you know, making deals happen. So it's, it's, it's nice to hear about, you know, the, the buy and sell and the uh, sort of fast turnarounds that he, he achieves. And, yeah, I've just learned so much from, from, from all, the, all, the, all the guests and uh, panellists on the show. And, I mean, obviously, thank you to you, Tess, for... Uh, for the invite and being the host and I've been listening to you for what, nine months now, all your shows. So, um, yeah, you, you do really well, um, being a host. I know it can get quite heated sometimes 
with all the, <laughs> all the especially the reviews. Um, you, you do pretty well to, to keep it all in line and keep it flowing. Uh, you've got great questions as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm, uh, I'm still learning. After being watching the show for six or seven years, I'm still learning every show. So, yeah, I'm a, I'm a long-time fan and just keep, keep making the shows. It's a great resource for the industry. Thanks, Adrian. I sure appreciate that. And I guess I'll throw in kind of a shout-out but also a comment to you. Um, you know, Media Options has a newsletter um, twice a week that we send out to domain investors and all sorts of um, end users who have every single person has individually signed up for the newsletter. Um, but I write that um, twice a week for regular domains. And then we have a special newsletter that you have to sign up separately for. That's our crypto newsletter. Um, but if you're not already signed up, you can sign up at www.x.co slash mo news. So M-O like media options news. Um, but we qualify the domains that we put in there and, um, and the pricing that they're listed for. So in a way, it's essentially like saying this is what Drew Roser and Media Options thinks these domains are worth. So that could give you a little insight into what's going on in, um, in, a, in a different you know, place besides the, um, the aftermarket auctions that you're looking at. And, um, and typically while, you know, media options does not disclose its sales, um, when you see a domain in there and then you don't, <laughs> um, you know, like you'll see a domain in there over and over and over, over, you know, not every single newsletter, but over six months or something. Right. Um, and other domains you'll see listed twice and never again. The, the, the domains in, in your newsletters are, you know, they're the cream of the crop. They're, they're, they make me jealous, you know, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> well, some amazing. of them are, are, you know, some of them are, you know, six, seven figures, but others are even less than, um, than, you know, makeup.co.nz cost for you. So check yeah. it out if you like. Adrian, I'm just delighted that we got to talk, that I got to learn about the difference between kiwis the fruit and kiwis the bird. And, um, but much more than that about your journey and, um, your courage and curiosity. Um, it sounds like you and Claire make excellent partners who really balance each other's strengths and, uh, I'll see you at NatesCon. Yeah. Yeah. And, and to, to anyone listening, um, on Twitter, I'm at NZ Domainer or NZ Domainer on Twitter. So yeah, hit me up, um, whatever. I'm keen to interact with other domainers and um, obviously check out the blog, nzdomainer.com. Um, if you're an experienced domainer, have a laugh at it. If you're a newbie domainer, uh, learn from it. So yeah, I just hope to um, you know, help and entertain where I can. Well, you seem awfully good at it. All right, um, thank you, Adrian and uh, Sherpa Network. We'll see you all next time. Bye. <laughs>